This is Jenny Bell from Clarington, Ohio, and I'm listening to Barbecue Central. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How's it going? You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate two feet before we nursed. Delicious, Laburnia. Shit face. I'm shaking like a dog. Shit peach seeds. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. And just like that, we are into the second hour. Welcome in. You found the Barbecue Central Show on purpose or uh, by mistake. No matter. You found. sit right down, relax, take a load off. If you were wondering if there's any shows out there that talk about the live fire industry, yes, this is the one. Somehow you've lucked into it. Available on podcast as well, so you don't have to commit on the live show, but we certainly love the live show people for doing that. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at BBQ Central Show, slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook, Periscope, simulcasting the video as well. Tune in. Every, everywhere we can get live audio or video that counts, and anywhere you can get a podcast after the fact that counts, you can get this show. Just search for it. Still to come, Max Good, next segment, and Oscar Garcia, the winner of the San Antonio Rodeo Barbecue event. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less this Friday, none other than the guy that we just kind of were talking about in the chat room. Double header with Ted Reader. Of course, the topic is going to be things that you should be eating this weekend, doing the soup or bowl parties that you might have. Staying free and clear of lawsuits from the NFL. So if you plan on having a big soup or Bowl party Sunday. Ted Reader on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less that will be released this Friday is going to be something you're going to want to listen to. 2015, I believe, is the one that reaches back to. So fairly recent. We've had some 10 year old ones now, 11 year old ones. Very excited. The show is going to be celebrating a big birthday, big milestone coming up in February. You know we're going to be doing something special for that that I haven't figured out yet. Because now I'm just thinking about it. Big number coming up. Big number. Also, don't forget that I appear on this thing called the John Cupo Show every Friday morning. So if you're local Willoughby, Ohio, or within a 15-minute radius of Willoughby, I mean, it's not a blowtorch like WTAM or whatever big news radio station is in your market that gets two hours out in any direction 
It's the opposite of that. But 15, 20 minutes. Typically when I get downtown Cleveland, that reception cuts out. And then I pick up the real transmitting radio stations. A 1330 on your AM dial if you're in Willoughby or surrounding or simulcast at 101.5 FM for those of you that are local. Otherwise, forget all that and just go over to WINTradio.com. And if you hang out there this Friday and you're listening on the stream, rating it 1 to 10, tell me how good you think that audio stream sounds. I'm trying to have an active hand in making sure they sound as good as possible in all outlets. Why have FM quality on the frequency modulated band and then have stuff that sounds like string and tin cans online? That's where everybody's listening. Does anybody even listen to the radio radio anymore? Satellite radio? Sure, I listen to satellite radio. Big Howard Stern fan, of course. It's nice that Romy went over to CBS Sports Radio. They're on Series 2. Uh, convenience more or less. If, uh, if if I can't even begin to think that when Howard Stern retires, what I'm going to do? What am I going to listen to? I don't even, I'm so scared I don't even think about it. I don't fear death. I fear that when the Howard Stern Show leaves the airwaves, there will be such a void and a vacuum the earth might suck into itself. Or the earth just might suck. I don't want to talk about it any further. I do want to get back to an old take of mine, however. You know, from time to time, I like to reevaluate my stance on certain things maybe I didn't agree with or that I hated. And tonight, I'm hoping to revisit my take on the Bloody Berry, or as we say around here in the compound, the Bloody. You know, I was watching my girl Robin Lindars take part in a steak cook-off association event that was being hosted at the Shed this past weekend, which, by the way, she finished 33rd out of 90 teams on the steak. So, Robin, shout out, top third. We will recap that with her in a few weeks when she's back on for her monthly segment. But part of that event was a Bloody Mary ancillary category, which Robin finished third in. I mean, I want to point out the obvious, but Robin should be entering a lot more Bloody Mary contests than she should be entering in stay contests. Neither here nor there. You know, I looked at Robin's entry, then I saw what won second, then I saw what won first. Gang, I am here to tell you, uh, there is no doubt in my mind that my original take on Bloody Mary's going over the top to the point of utter ridiculousness has never rang more true than it does this very second of the day. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here, but this is a drink category, right? I'm here to tell you that those Bloody Marys that took top spots in that event down there at the shed were more weighted on appearance than taste. They had to be. And don't tell me I'm full of it 
All you have to do is take a look at those entries. Cheeseburgers, whole crabs, crab legs, prawns, pork belly buttons, every type of freaking vegetable available on earth, roots, legumes, all hanging off the glass. How the fuck do you even drink that thing? It has to take 10 minutes to deconstruct the food to access the actual drink itself. I can see a celery stalk, maybe a piece of bacon or jerky as a mixer, but this other stuff, give me a break. It's totally outrageous. And while I have no proof to back this up, and I mean no proof, it has to be the main reason that every other country in this world hates us. Because our Bloody Mary drinks are so out of control. They are so outrageous. Show me a Bloody Mary contest that judges on drink alone, no garnish. Then we'll see who can make the best bloody. By the way, I think any bloody garnished ridiculously or not is gross. I've tried them. I tried them again. Tried them again. No thanks. This is not color my take on bloodies, just my taste. By the way, I showed these pictures to my wife without any context. Uh, sorry, without any context, without blinking an eyelash. She said, that's so fucking stupid. So there you have it. I'm right again. Stand by. Hey, get the thing. Got it on? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you one thing. Out of nowhere, neighbor Desmond is in. I, I, I have a terrible green screen here. I can't even really see you that well. Oh, dear. Well, I was unexpected, guess, so don't worry about guess it. Yes, camera. Okay, that needs to tilt up. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Look at this guy. Neighbor D, what's up? Happy to be here. Desmond D, baby, yeah! <laughs> Look at this Happy guy. to be here. What happened? Is it too cold for you to go to work tomorrow, so now you can hang out? Pretty much. I don't have to go to work. We got called off. Really? Yeah. They closed banks, you, apparently. You're not, like, in the fifth grade and you got called off. You actually have a real job and work called you off? Yeah. Really? Yeah, shit's crazy. Wow. Well, I mean, I'm glad your first thought was to come over and hang out for the second hour. That's great. You absolutely right. All right move that microphone a little come, closer to your face. I had to, to come show my support. Right. Move that microphone closer to your face. What are you, what are you talking about? That work? Yes. Way better. righty. All right. Well, we got a lot of good things happening here in the second hour, Desmond. We have Max Good from Amazing Ribs coming up. We also have the winner of the San Antonio Rodeo Barbecue Cook-Off. 35 past. Can you deal with that? Absolutely. All right. Well, let's do this. Look at this. Desmond's in. Very excited. All right. Let me talk to you quickly about the barbecue guru. We've always believed that outdoor cooking should be easy because it can be, especially with the Monolith Barbecue Guru Edition Grill. The Monolith is the world's first temperature controlled smoker with a built in power draft fan. This means smarter control and greater freedom with automatic temperature control. Easily choose your cooking time and temperature 
Let the monolith do the work of a sous chef or a barbecue pitmaster with minimal effort. You now have oven-like precision at the grill, and you can serve the tastiest, juiciest meals each and every time. If you currently have a Barbecue Guru temperature controller, you don't need to buy a new one. All you need to do is hook that controller right to the fan that's built in to the monolith. BBQGuru.com or 800-288-GURU. It's all you need. All you need. All right, uh, Max Good coming up. Neighbor Desmond is in. Things have taken a turn from bad to great. Things weren't actually going bad. De- Desmond, are are uh, Bloody Marys out of hand with the amount of decoration? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. You just need a good, uh, a good salt and pepper vodka. Absolute provides one, and you're good to go. Are you sponsored by them? No. Maybe they should sponsor. Eh, maybe Sam should be sponsored. A yeah. father-in-law. Maybe Sam should be sponsored. Yeah. He's the one that makes them for me. All right. Things are fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, neighbor Desmond must have been drinking. He's already sworn three times here on this show. Look out. I walked I in and drop. I heard you going, Fuck. Yeah, but this is my show. I'm allowed to <laughs> say whatever I want. Your mic's off now, pal. How about that? All right. Uh, we'll be back with Max Good. Stick around. Be right back. Uh-oh. Hold on. Uh, I was messing around with my thing here. Oh, oh, we got an issue. Don't worry, I got... Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Smithfield. Are you signed up? Desmond, are you signed up for the Smokin' with Smithfield National Barbecue Championship? I am not. Oh, well, register you can for free, my friend. So sign up today. Hit the website, smokinwithsmithfield.com for all the details. That's smokinwithsmithfield.com. Promise that you'll do it? Of course. All right. I go to Costco and buy Smithfield ribs all the time. Great. Good product placement, Desmond. You're getting the hang of it. It's working out. Hey, we missed him the last couple of times, but he's here and ready to rock and roll. It's the keeper of the flame over at AmazingRibs.com. Max Good joins us here on the show. Max, how are you, buddy? Hey, doing all right. Good to see you again, pal. Uh, Max, say hello to neighbor Desmond. Hey, what's happening? My audio went out. I can't hear what do you mean your audio went out? I can't hear. <laughs> you can't hear? I can't hear. Hmm. Hold on. How about that? How about that? No. How about that? Perfect. Yes. Yes. How, in there. How did you hear me before? Because. Was I just yelling that Pretty loud? Much. It made it through the earphones? Oh, wow. Pretty Crazy. Much. All right. Well, Max Good is in the house Max, here. how you doing? Doing good. How about you, Des? I'm doing fairly well. I appreciate you asking. It's very cold outside. Uh, neighbor Desmond was called off of work tomorrow, if you can believe it. Uh, that's happening here, too, Much guys. How cold is it by you? Uh, it promises to be ambient negative 10 or so in the morning. So, you know, it'll be probably negative 25, 30 after the wind chill. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, we're calling for a negative 29. Tomorrow. Yes. All right. Well, Max wins. 
The ooze is going to be colder. All right, Max. So uh, we have a bunch of stuff to get through here this evening, and I was trying to figure out a way to tap into this. This is the only way I can think of it. Hell has frozen over, Max, just in time for the real cold hitting. I guess that explains it. We're going to be talking about two grills or cookers, I guess you could say, and from manufacturers that I would typically scoff at, but we should hold off the scoffing until we talk to Max. Well, I will tell you, I scoffed a lot at the first one I'm going to talk about, and that's Char Griller. Yeah. Because I fell victim to what many poor schmoes uh, did uh, before I met Meathead. I said, I got to get a smoker. Yep. And dang it, those offset smokers look cool. I'm just going to buy this Char Griller offset smoker for 150 bucks at Home Depot. And I, I it they're just almost <sighs> – some of your listeners will disagree. They'll go, well, I went and I, I, I did all this work on it. I welded it. I brought all these gaskets and stuff. But, uh, and I got it to work okay. But I can tell you, uh, it's, they're, they just don't work well. That's why we don't uh, recommend them. Right. However, I did try uh, one of their gas grills that's kind of a modified charcoal barrel. Mm-hmm. And they've been on the market a long time, but I've kind of – I was scoffing away. Right. Uh, but one, they got a new guy and he called me and I said, all right, send me one of those gas grills. And I must say they had relatively high powered burners, just a three burner gas grill, about 13,000 plus BTU, uh, input on them. And the thing that I really was impressed is it's seared better than even more expensive gas grills. And it costs, you can get it from less, less than 200 bucks. Really? Now, yeah. Now don't get your name and... Uh, you know, play put on it or anything because they aren't going to last forever. <laughs> but if you're in that price range, yep. forget about all the bells and whistles and lights on the knobs and all that. I'm telling you, this thing will outsear just about anything I've tried. Particular, I mean, in the lower price ranges. Let me, let me make that clear. Um, it, it's a little difficult to bring down uh, for smoking and roasting. But it can be done just like with any gas grill. Usually the the typical problem you have with particularly inexpensive gassers is they don't get hot. But they still don't go down to 225 if you want to, even with all the burners on low. So you got to go two zone setups anyway. Hmm. Anyway, that one blew me away. And we're definitely recommending it to people that are in that price range. I mean, let's, <clears throat> let's ask a, a question here. You know, Desmond and I are both fairly avid outdoor cooks uh, especially when the weather picks up and and i say when the weather picks up anything that's you know above freezing or warmer than that and not torrentially raining so we might be outside cooking uh, three and four and five days a week maybe more what kind of a general lifespan are you seeing out of this char griller grilling pro realistically Uh, you know they gave it as i recall they gave it something like a five-year warranty on the body and maybe it could go because it's it's a little heavier gauge steel than the really flimsy stainless steel stuff. Um, although they, they – it's funny. Once I determined that it got really hot, uh, it, it gets up above 800 degrees when you got everything cranked up. Really? Uh, they, they, I'm looking at their, uh, their manual and it says don't let it get above 450. I go, wait a minute. So I talked to the guys and they issued an official statement. Oh. 
which I have at my review at AmazingRibs.com, which essentially says, allow it to get as, as hot as it can, uh, but be forewarned that it'll reduce the life of the grill. Um, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, you know, if you put a cover on it, they actually make pretty good covers. Char griller covers are pretty good. Um, you know, and of course, it also depends on how much you use it. But, uh, you know, there's probably some people that that just keep them going for a long time. I can't see it lasting. Certainly not as as good as a Weber or a higher quality grill. Right. Uh, Desmond, turn your lights on there so we can get some of the green screen haze out of there. Uh, and so this is under two hundred dollars or two hundred. Yeah, I mean, the list is like one ninety nine. Yeah. So, um, you know, and they're, they're, you can always get them on sales. I shouldn't say always, but it, it happens quite a bit with those kind of products. All right. So is this like a gold medal? I gave rating? it a gold medal. Yeah. You know, because we always weigh in the the price too. You know, and for two hundred bucks or less, it's pretty amazing to me. Yeah. And I, I like that kind of stuff. I think you know, Greg. We've talked about it. You know, I get to try some things that I, I I wouldn't have bought myself. You know, thousands and thousands of dollars, and it's like, wow, this is this is great. And most of that stuff works pretty good, and it better, you know, for that kind of money. But I still have my heart with the peoples, us, us peoples, you know, that aren't aren't going to spend several thousand dollars. Yeah. But they want something that that will work for them, and for particularly for somebody who's on a budget, who two hundred bucks is about all I can swing right now. I I definitely would have to recommend that one. All right, uh, the other one is from Masterbuilt. Ah, uh, yes. Masterbuilt. I gotta, I gotta also... be honest. Let me let me make sure that I, we're coming from a, a position of correctness here. I don't I don't think I don't. I'm not intimating that you uh, also said that I did, but I I haven't. Not been a fan of Masterbuilt, but I don't necessarily think I've been a fan of of Masterbuilt. So I'm interested well, to hear about. They're actually, you know, they're. We had some bad experiences with them a few years back, but I saw them. I, I it looked just like going and seeing their equipment. That the quality was getting better. The builds were getting better. We didn't haven't tested a lot of their stuff, uh, but actually. Uh, a big uh, investment company purchased Masterbuilt and Smoke Hollow and get this, Kamado Joe. Oh, really? So all three brands are run by this. I don't know if I should say they're run by this company, but they're somehow uh, interconnected now. It's, it's this kind of, you know, Smoke Hollow and Masterbuilt, that doesn't make, it's not as surprising. But Kamado Joe, I was a little surprised. Let's see what happens. But I wonder if that coincides with this innovation that uh, Masterbuilt has come up with with their new gas cabinet smoker they call their Thermotemps. They come in two sizes. And this is what's groundbreaking about it is that it is a thermostatically controlled gas cooker. Hmm. And you just don't see many of those outside. We, Meathead and I have been harping about it forever. It's like we got them indoors. Why can't you get them outside? And I hear a lot of different explanations. I think it's coming but um, I, I have to fall back on the idea that if it could be done easily and affordably, it would be done. At any rate, this thing, you basically, it's got a, a temperature range of 175 to about 350. And you just set it. There's no thermostat on it. You'd probably, I mean, if you have your own digital thermometer, it wouldn't hurt to put it in there. 
Um, but it was a breeze to work with. It had some other really neat features about it. It had um, a fuel gauge for the LP tank, which was different. Uh, Charborough was using these. They're they're based. They're not based on weight like the uh, Weber mm. uh, gas LP gauges. They're based on uh, pressure inside the tank, uh, and that I couldn't tell you uh, how well it works. But it is a it is a nice feature. It, it has a flame sensor, so if the flame blows out on the burner, it automatically shuts off the gas, so you don't have an issue with that. <laughs> the two doors, which you know many uh, upright gas smokers have, but that's always nice. But it has a really neat uh, wood tray that's attached to the lower door, so when you swing the lower door out. The uh, tray is is attached, you know, to to the door, so you don't have to slide the tray out. And um, mm -hmm. I don't know; it's just it was just really cool, man. What was the price range on that one? Oh, they they actually goosed the MSRP on when I uh, reviewed it. It was three fifty, and now they want four fifty for it. But they're unloading. <laughs> All they did was change the logo. Uh, from the original model, and they're unloading those, so you can get deals on them if you can find them. Uh, I even confirmed it with them because uh, some of our readers were asking, "Is are these different specs? Is there anything different about it?" And Masterbuilt told me all it's different is the logo on the lower door. Hmm. So grab those old ones up if you can, and hopefully we'll see. You know, that's the kind of brand. Once again, you always see specials on them. Uh, and you said that you turn it on, and you have no real ability to control finite temperature well no it's it's thermostatically controlled there's a thermostat inside it's uh in that sense if people are familiar with pellet smokers yeah. you know you you set it like an indoor kitchen oven okay so you can and, set it to 225 or 350 and it'll just yeah, stay there yes oh. exactly and it, maximum range is about 350 got it um do we have at desmond do you have any questions for max yet not necessarily. I was just doing some research on the. Now this is the master built uh, stack. Uh, excuse me, master built was this the forty four, the three forty, three forty. Okay, yeah. Look another wrong one. All right. Well, that's the larger one. Yeah. It's a, they make they make a smaller one. I I forget what thirty or something. Three hundred. Yeah. Um, so it's two offered in two sizes, but they're they're identical in their features. And uh, and performance, uh, um, and yeah, it's nice. You know, gas smokers are pretty nice. They work, work really well. Max, are we allowed to talk at all about the thing that you got your hands on recently, which is uh, uh, it's my yes. favorite grill manufacturer? I know Desmond owns a kettle version of this manufacturer's grill. Um, you know, we're all, what can I say? We're all pretty big fans of Weber here. And I remember, ah. was it a year ago or maybe it was two years ago now, Max, that we were talking about a big Genesis revamp and taking a bunch of different models under one name and blah, blah, blah. And, and so what's, well, actually to 2018, they, I, I think they, something went haywire in the land of Weber and that's pretty rare. They're, they're pretty dang good yep. when about what they do and i i share your appreciation of the brand but boy when they rolled out their genesis 2 for 2018 we were wondering what the heck was going on um where there were a lot of things we were upset about or disappointed about um 
and rather than relive the past, it, I, I the, when they came up with the new, I call it the Genesis two two point um, They've they've uh, sort of uh, real reined a bunch of elements in that they were trying to do. Went back to a lot of basics, and I think what they've come up with um, is is they're they're back to where Genesis used to be in many ways. Uh, I got one on my deck now, but it's under about a foot of snow. And uh, did I mention it's minus six degrees out there? Greg? I've heard, yes. I've I, heard. Yeah, I, did, I did a couple little tests on it, but I haven't cooked on it yet. But I have high hopes from just the little bit I've seen. Um, one of the things we disliked about the 2018 Genesis, they bro broke it up into two lines. They had their standard Genesis and the Genesis LX. And the LX was really expensive. Mm. And in my view, it was like halfway between what the previous tried and true beloved Genesis line was and their top of the line summits. And you're like, what do you get for this? All the burners were underpowered. They had this kooky system where they Ooh. they wouldn't they did not allow any there they did not offer any sear burners on any model yeah and uh they said well you don't need it because on the gen on the lx models the dial goes up to uh super hot i forget what they called it and we were all joking we we're going this is like spinal tap where the dials go up to <laughs> 11 on the on the marshall <laughs> amplifiers you know and they and it was still underpowered. The one I got on my deck, the main burners are higher powered than the, the ones on the LX model. Hmm. And it's like, well, okay, well you go, you, you put a little an extra notch on the knob, and you say that that's a, a searing system, and and it was disappointing. I have high hopes for this. Um, as always with Weber, beautifully made, beautifully designed. Uh, I I was just saying to one of the retailers recently that. Uh, since I just slapped this one together, I, I I wouldn't say I enjoy putting grills and smokers together, but with Weber, it's um, it's a more pleasant experience because it, they everything is so well thought out. Mm. Even the when they design them, they they think about who's going to put them together and how they're going to package them, and it's noticeable. Max Good, AmazingRig.com, <clears throat> joining us here on the show. Uh, Max, you want to do a lightning round before I let you go? Oh, sure. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. I have a little Max cold. is dying over there. Max, come back to us. All right, here we go. Uh, fun list of questions we're going to race through. First answer on the top of your head. There's no wrong answers unless it's wrong, and then I'll let you know. True okay. or false, searing seals in the juices. False. Uh, yes or no, you still have the first barbecue pit you ever owned. <laughs> I don't, and one of the things that's making me cry is my 24-year-old Weber performer. <laughs> the kettle was was still working, although the lower vents were getting a little flimsy. The frame blew out on oh, it. Oh no! I finally put it out on by the mailbox, <laughs> and it was gone immediately. I hope somebody oh I bet light it up and use it. But I got a summit charcoal grill on my deck, and I said, nah, well, all right, let it rest or let it eat. Well, yeah, we this idea of now we're talking about steaks. Max, you don't need to let us. Max, <laughs> Max, Max, Max. No dissertation. Give me the answer Analytics. for Christ's sake. No, Analytics. don't let it rest. Sorry. All right, uh, radio or podcast? <laughs> What's that? Radio or podcast? Oh well, of course, a podcast. Of course. Uh, bourbon or gin? Bourbon. Old fashioned or Sazerac? 
I'll say old-fashioned. Beef, bri- beef brisket or pork ribs? Beef brisket. Guy Fieri or Bobby Flay? Bobby Flay. No, no, no insult, guy. Ina Garten or Reed Drummond? What's that? Ina Garten or Reed Drummond? Ina Garten. Open Pit or Sweet Baby Ray's? Sweet Baby Ray's. All right. Two for two. Good for you. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, all right, uh, Max Good. It can be found here on this show once a quarter talking about what's new and happening in the world of live fire cooking when it comes to cookers. You can keep up with him over at AmazingRibs.com. He's the keeper of the flame. Max, so much, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. It's always my pleasure, Greg. And Des. It has been a pleasure. All right, guys. Mutual love fest. I can see it. <laughs> All right. There we go. Well, now I got to get us back in to the shot. Oh, eh. man. I didn't even know you were coming. Now my shot's all jacked. It's all right, man. It's all right. Uh, hey, I'm, check this out. I went to, I uh, s- remember I texted you the other day about the uh, opening of City Yeah, Barbecue. City Barbecue, right? I actually went today for lunch. Yeah. And? It was actually pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was I was pleasantly surprised. I I, I talked to the <laughs> I uh, stumped the kid behind the, the register though because I got uh <laughs> I got two meats. I got the I got the chicken. And I got the brisket. Yeah. And I go, hey, let me ask you a quick question. And he goes, uh, what's up? I no. Go, I go, I go, hey, with that brisket, is this the point or the flat? And he goes, uh. Oh, he didn't know. He had no idea. Really? He had no idea. I mean, young kid, you know, I was, you know, but the, the, the manager came and he was like, well, we use the entire brisket. We get him in and, and you know, we season them, we smoke them and, and we cut them from start to finish. And I go, okay. I said, I was just curious. I'm not, I'm not the, you know, you're not the snob. I'm not the snob that you're trying to be. No, no. All right. Well, good. All right, so I should undercook the steak. I should uh, I should check them out, right? <laughs> yeah, you should. All right. Yeah, they gave me free banana pudding also. Oh, free banana can't go, pudding. Can't go, you can't go wrong with free shit. Now you're gonna need to move to your right a little bit, I think. Uh, again? Yes. And move back. Why the hell did you move up so far? I, oh, that's where I, I s- got my. Uh, you got your got my junk. Yeah, it's all good. That was funny. Uh-oh. Got my junk. All right. Neighbor Desmond is in. What's happening, folks? That was Max Good talking about the uh, new cookers. I'm going to talk to you quickly about Southside Market and Barbecue, established in 1882. Southside, the oldest barbecue joint in Texas, and they have been owned and operated by the same family for three generations. Famous for the original beef sausage, the coarse ground in a natural pork casing, authentic central Texas barbecue as well. All meats, including the prime briskets, slow smoked and slow what? Slow smoked for many hours over real Texas post oak wood. Shipping nationwide via the online store, southsidemarket.com. They also ship fresh and smoked sausages nationwide. Shipping customers can choose to order now, ship later, include a custom gift note, and mail to multiple addresses without additional shipping charges. That's what I did. Sending out gifts this year. All shipped items vacuum sealed to ensure freshness, ease of preparation for the customer. Shipped on dry ice to ensure complete freshness upon arrival. All meats processed in that on-site USDA inspected facility. On-site meat markets for fresh and smoked products. Custom orders are welcome. Two restaurants for you to try. Elgin, Texas since 1882. Bastrop, Texas since 2014. Grocery distribution through Texas and many surrounding states. You can get 10% off your order right now if you go to southsidemarket.com and use code BBQCentral. 
lowercase, one word, BBQ Central, anything at southsidemarket.com at checkout. Who doesn't want to save 10%? Desmond, I know you want to save 10%. I know. Save I price. always want to save money. Who doesn't? Now i got to resize because you moved back. Trying to, trying to get us to look like we're really looking at each other. Look to your left. Yeah. See, we just looked at each other. So weird. All right. Uh, we are back with Oscar Garcia. Stick around. We'll be right back. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Fireboard. Monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously. Connect to Wi-Fi for cloud-based monitoring or connect via the Bluetooth. If you have Alexa or the Google Assistant, you're in luck because Fireboard is fully integrated with both. Find out more by visiting fireboard.com or call 816-945-2232. Um, sure, I'm dialing the right number. I thought I was going to call the guy from Sweden. I don't want to do that. Helping me close the show tonight, aside from Desmond, is the guy who can now add San Antonio Rodeo Barbecue Cook-Off Grand Champion to his resume. It's a huge win, and some might argue it's one of the biggest in Texas during the year. Here to recap the win and the weekend is the pitmaster of O3 Barbecue. It is Oscar Garcia joining us here on the show. Oscar, how are you, buddy? I'm good. Good evening. How are y'all doing? Uh, doing absolutely fabulous, Oscar. Uh, neighbor Desmond is sitting in uh, as well tonight, so he's very honored to be talking to a Texas champion, no doubt. Um, uh, Oscar, first time on the show, so uh, we're going to get a little background on you first, but there is a bit of a bet going on amongst some of us here in the background talking about what O3 stands for. So give us the real answer and make one of us a winner. Well, I'm actually the third Oscar. Uh, my grandfather's Oscar, my dad's Oscar, and I'm the third. So it, uh, it just seemed fitting to, to, to be the O3 barbecue. Well, I guess I won 25 bucks. Yes, I did. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations your, uh, to you. 10% cut, absolutely. I always like to give 10% to the people that are helping me out. Um, all right, Oscar, so let's talk a little bit about your background. I mean, uh, I don't want to just assume that you're kind of a, a Texas born and bred guy, but uh, if you are, I assume being around live fire is part and parcel of the whole lifestyle. Yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, born and raised hard in Texas. Uh, couldn't wait to leave, and and it seems like uh, once it was time to leave, I didn't want to leave, and so here I am, uh, never left. Was that just like the um, rebellious <clears throat> youth of wanting to get out from under wing, or like did you have some other ideas of why you wanted to get out? No, I just wanted to explore. I've always been a traveling kind of person and uh, always looking for the unknown, and uh, it just seems that uh, that everything that I love to do is here. I love to hunt, and I love to fish, and I love to barbecue. I love warm weather. So it was just all just fitting to be here. Oscar Garcia joining me here on the show, pitmaster of O3 Barbecue. When are you exposed to competition barbecue? I mean, a, a lot of us, especially down in your neck of the woods, it's something you just kind of grow up around, but competition is uh, certainly a whole different monster. So did you get introduced to, introduced to it through a friend? Did you see something in a magazine, or how are you uh, brought into it? 
No, actually, that's exactly how it started. Was through a friend, a uh, real dear, good friend of mine, David Michael Gonzalez, and uh, it kind of started out as a joke, and we went out there and and ate up a barbecue event, and we just got hooked, and that was that was the end of that. Um, this all started probably about four years ago, and uh, I established Show Three Barbecue back in April eighteen twenty. Uh, I'm sorry, April of twenty eighteen and Beeville, Texas at Springfest and uh, my wife and I valued it did real well and uh we just we just always had a had a dream to keep doing it and we ended up putting a plan together and it became a goal and here we are today. So you got uh what is it a year is it just a year or not even a year yet? Uh no. Actually this April uh will be uh our, our one-year anniversary to have O3 Barbecue. So were you competing with your friend there for a little while, too, before you started O3 then? We did. Uh, we made a run at it, and uh, we actually got a, a top 10 in the IBCA organization our first year of cooking. And, uh, yeah, it uh, it really planted a seed, and and we're, we're watering that tree as much as we can. Do you guys just decide that you wanted to be your own pit master and your friend wanted to be his own pit master and, and that's why you end up going your own ways or, or what's the deal with that? No, actually, uh, I really enjoy traveling and, uh, uh, I wanted to take this to another level as mm-hmm. far as going out of state. And, um, so that's, that's why I did it. Um, him and I still cook side by side. Uh, we'll go to events and, and we'll be together, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I ventured off into West Texas. I went to, to North Texas, Central Texas. I even went to New Mexico. And uh, it's just something my family and I enjoy doing. We enjoy traveling. And I visited more towns that I didn't even know existed in Texas now because of barbecue. Is it all uh, like IBCA stuff or a Texas sanction, or will you get into FBA and KCBS too? Uh, actually, I. Uh, I'm going to venture into KCBS in the near future. Um, I, I really want to get to, I really want to get my machine real nice, well oiled. And once we, once I feel that, we'll take to to the, we'll step a step a different direction. But right now, it's it's definitely just IBCA. Um, when we first started out, uh, we actually paid some guy to let us sit at his camp so we could watch how an IBCA event. Uh, ran you know as far as turn in times and when you start doing things and and just to see how the processes and uh i'll probably end up doing that for a kcbs event oscar garcia joining me here on the show pitmaster of o3 barbecue uh, oscar have you competed in the san antonio event before i did this is uh actually my second year uh i've been real lucky to to be, re- be able to return uh, United Rentals is our big sponsor there, Monster Grillers, over there with Kim and and uh, and Carlos. There, they just they get our spot every year, and, and we're very fortunate to be a part of that. So let's go ahead and take a look back at this past weekend uh, from a cooking standpoint and a, a camp standpoint. Anything crazy happen, or uh, did it seem like this was a championship style cook for you guys? No, it's uh every every cook it was has its uh has its little hiccups and this this one was no different. 
uh, once you get to to cooking these big events, it's not really about what you do right. It's what it's what you do wrong. And uh, if you can minimize what you do wrong, that's that's usually when when you come out on top. Uh, we did have some hiccups. The weather wasn't cooperating. It was real cold. Um, I didn't have my cook trailer like I normally do. And so I had to cook out of a pop-up tent and I slept on site and my heater went out probably at four in the morning. I couldn't even feel my feet. So it was a, it was a definitely a, uh, out of the norm cook, but we, we adjusted, we did what we had to do. And, you know, we had to start our, our rec tech a little earlier just because of how cold it was. But, uh, you know, a machine like that, once they're started and get going, it's just, they're just amazing. They make things happen. From a proteins standpoint, I would assure, or I would assume everything seems to go on track for you guys. You have a, a pretty solid program that you're working as far as briskets, ribs, and chicken. Yeah, we uh, we have a plan and, and we don't deviate. You know, uh, we like to think that our stuff is is, is pretty good, and and if we do make uh, changes, it, it's very minor, but. Uh, for the most part, it's we stay we stay to the plan. When winners are announced, I know that some of the maybe it's all of them uh, the, the Texas stuff or at least IBCA they do this uh, ticketing system where they give you tickets and then the the guy actually calling out the winners is just reading out numbers and then everybody quickly scans the tickets to see if they're the person that has the winning ticket and then. Everybody realizes, oh well, it's uh, you know, it's uh, it's Oscar that won, or but is this a similar situation? Exactly the way it goes. Um, I actually, I don't even know the numbers. My wife takes care of that, and uh, when she nudges me, it's the main day time to time to walk. Do you wish that they would like get out of the whole ticketing thing and have your name called at the end instead of taking that? I don't know what is it could be twenty seconds. I mean, what happens if somebody's going to take a leak and they have the ticket? Then you get you know you still call out the number and you got to wait for them to get back. Um, would you rather hear your name announced out versus the number and then the process of looking at it and then going, oh hey wait that's me, bingo? Um, I, I wouldn't think, or I, I don't feel it's it's that big of a deal. Of course, that's just my opinion. Um, as far as the whole take a leak thing, it has happened. Oh, really? Um, they don't, <laughs> oh yeah. It, it, uh, they don't skip you. They just keep calling numbers and they'll, they'll call you again. Uh, they'll call that number out again and they give you to like, I want to say the last brisket call to, to claim that ticket. And, uh, there's been chance, times where, where somebody will go claim a chicken walk in, in the middle of brisket. So, uh, it's not unheard of. You're cooking on uh, only Rectex, or do you have multiple cookers? Actually, no. I have a homemade drum that I that I made, and I, I do cook on that. Uh, I sear my brisket, and that's that's where I do it. But it immediately goes to the Rectex. Uh, I cook my ribs 100 percent on on my Rectex, and uh, probably going to start doing my chicken just because it's just because it's so consistent. Where are you guys going to be cooking at next? You know, that's something to be determined. Uh, oh. My wife and I were looking at each other today, and, and we have a few uh, obligations that we got to do in the next couple of weeks. But uh, once those are over, it's going to pretty much open up, and we're going to hit the trail hard just like we always said we were. When you win an event like a San Antonio uh, Rodeo Barbecue Cook-Off, do you feel like the next one you show up to, there's going to be a bigger bullseye on your back? 
you know, I, I just don't think about things like that. The sport's very humbling. I'm lucky to have have friends in it, that, you know, that, that helped me get to here. I didn't do this alone. Um, Chuck and Oki and Fred Robles and, you know, and the list goes on and on. But these guys, you know, they they just, I don't, I don't feel like we, we, we're we more of a family. And uh, we kind of take each take care of each other in that aspect. So this could, this was one of those any given Saturdays, it could have been anybody. Uh, we had Lady Luck on our side, and, and we'll take it. Oscar Garcia is the pitmaster of O three Barbecue, and they just walked away with the grand champion of the San Antonio Rodeo Barbecue Cookoff. Oscar, really appreciate you letting us get to know you a little bit, and congratulations again on the big win. Yeah, wanna check out a minute? I'd like to say something. Yeah, go to Choice Son Manuel for providing us with our great meats. Uh, that's Louis and Marco Flores, uh, Rec Tech Grills, Raymond, Silo, Jody, Adam. Chupacabra Seasonings, Alton Paris, uh, Shells, Fort Boats, SCB Boats, Weston Cara Hudson, uh, Grill Greats, Michael DePoria, uh, United Rentals, Monster Grillers, Jail Audio, Ori Freeman, uh, Medicine Shop, Thomas Gar- uh, Garza, Crawford Spirits, um, Spritz, it's uh, Brian Crawford, Texas Pepper Jelly, Craig Sherry, and Mitchell Smoke, that was Trey Mitchell. That was all the guys that really Really help us uh, week in and week out on our sponsorships. Keep us going. All right, Oscar, man, way to get those in. I appreciate it. All right, I appreciate it. You got it. There he is, your winner, Oscar Garcia. Desmond, my man is a champion getting in. He's like NASCAR. Yeah. and the th- I love it. And the thing about it is that, that is very interesting to me is that he just said that he, he started competition, what, four years ago? Yeah. So in, in that instance. This isn't going to be you saying – you and I are going to be starting competition. That ain't happening. <laughs> no, we're going to open up a, a, a restaurant. No, this is going to be Greg and neighbor Desmond's. There's, there's going to be. Oh, we're definitely doing that. There's a better opportunity that we are going to hit the competition trail <laughs> than we're going to be opening up a restaurant. I can tell you that. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. it's it's debatable. Um, I do want to give a thank you to Brian Crawford for setting that up. Actually, he had mentioned. I was going to forget that, but uh, he mentioned Crawford Pittsburgh. So. Uh, I did want to say thank you to Brian for hooking that up. So Thanks, it's Brian. A big deal, man. It's a big appreciate deal. it. San Antonio, like it. Uh, Desmond, you want to do a lightning round while we got some time? Sure. Damn right you do. Here we go. Ready? Yep. You know how to play F Mary Kill? Not doing it. Yeah, you're gonna do it. <laughs> Absolutely not. What are you talking? About? <laughs> All right, Fuck it, here let's we roll. Go. Let's roll. F Mary Kill. Paula Dean, Ann Burrell, Ina Garden. Uh, We're going to F. Uh, Desmond, you suck at this game. Burrell. Okay, we're going to marry... Paula Dean because her chicken is awesome. And you're going to kill Ina Garden? Uh-oh. No, Desmond. Okay, here we go. Uh, Bobby Flay or Alton Brown? Bob, come on. What, which one? What are you talking about? Bobby Flay, of course. Okay. Uh, sweet or savory? Savory. Pellet or offset? Offset. Gas or charcoal? Charcoal. Brady or Manning? Manning. Fat side up or fat side down? Fat side down. Jack Nicholas or Tiger Woods? Jack. Wrong! 
Jack, Jack Nicholas is a complete a-hole. I'll tell you. About I remember it. the story, but I'm just going off of. Doesn't matter. My okay, story. My, your story trumps Italian my or Chinese. Italian. Sandwich or salad. Sandwich. Yes or no to stank meat. No. Sweater or hoodie. Hoodie. Family Guy or South Park. Family Guy. Cinco de Mayo or St. Patrick's Day. I get drunk either way. The truth or another's feelings. The truth. There you go. Neighbor Desmond doing a lightning round. How about that? That's right. Well, we'll kick it and uh, head into this last break as we get ready to close down shop here. Neighbor Desmond unannounced, riding it out for the last 60 minutes. That's right. Uh, This is where I would talk to you about some big-name sponsor coming on the show right now. So... What does that mean to you? If you've ever been looking to get on board with the show, you have a product or service that you think is unique, and you want to put it in front of a audience that has a built-in interest in the live fire barbecue grilling and cooking industry, well, the Barbecue Central Show might be something you want to think about. It's month to month. It's not huge dollars, especially if you start looking at going on terrestrial radio or television or something like that. The show's downloaded 20,000 plus times a month. Plus you got views on Facebook and YouTube and whatever else we do around here. What else do we do around here, Desmond? Who knows? Craziness. Tomfoolery shenanigans. But, again, target market. Everybody that finds this show has some type of interest in the industry. Henceforth, potentially having an interest in your product or service. So, if you're interested, hit me up, Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. That's Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. And we are back to wrap the show right after this. Stick around. Be right back. Legs and thighs. Injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today. Craig Rimpy. You know it's true. <laughs> You're still using that thing? <laughs> still, that's a classic, Desmond. How dare you? <laughs> homoerotic. I love it. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. How, uh, how about this? Sazerac or old fashioned? Old fashioned. Man, does anybody like? Do you even know what a Sazerac is? You you well, you used to drink it. Yeah, I did. Did you ever have it? Yeah, I had it once. You didn't like it. it eh. Is it the uh, is it the black licorice? I I've never been a fan of black licorice. Hmm. Never. I find that to be somewhat amusing. Hmm. Well, I I mean it is an acquired taste. It is. There's no doubt about it. I've I I found that. For most of my youth and adulthood, I hated black licorice. Um, what are those? Good and plenties? Ugh. Right? God, awful. The worst. Uh, b- normal black licorice like Twizzlers, but yeah. it's not red. It's black. It's black. Didn't like it. Disgusting. Tastes but like But then something happened, and all of a sudden, I like black licorice. Especially good and plenties. My favorite candy. I'm not eating candy anymore or drinking any pop because I'm trying to turn over a healthy lifestyle. Okay. But 
I'm on habit-forming week, Desmond. Habit-forming week. <clears throat> but I've learned that my palate changed. Uh-huh. And, you know, what can I tell you? I like it. So when I learned, I'm trying to remember where I first learned about the Sazerac. It was on some type of a YouTube channel. This guy at uh, someplace in New Orleans. I fell in love with him in a manly way. This dude taught me how to make a old-fashioned first, then the Sazerac came, and he would give you history about the drink. And mm. The romance was just incredible with this guy. Yeah. Um, he didn't really make it that good of a gin martini. i make a better one than he did. That was the only drop-off, but everything else this guy. And I would, I was always thought I would love to get down to New Orleans, figure out where this guy bartends, belly up, and have him make me a Sazerac, and then have conversation with this guy, because he was like one of those old-timey, Tuxedo vest. Pocket watch. Yes. Yes. That guy. Making you classic handmade drinks. Cocktails, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was like, well, i got to find this absinthe that everybody talks about. And then you know, nobody was selling that. And I finally had to convince the Giant Eagle liquor store in Willoughby to order in a bottle for me, which they did. And, you know, I think it's when made right. And if you can... It's it's like Skyline Chili as a Sazerac. I mean, an old-fashioned, you know, they've bastardized the old-fashioned to a point where if you go somewhere, it's it, if you go to any restaurant like Cheesecake or some of these other no, type no, no, places, no, 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 no. they're going to muddle fruit in the bottom, and it's gonna, you're going to have pulp. I'm in the middle of a dissertation about old-fashioned, Desmond. Give me I'm one just moment. I'm you. I went to Fleming's, and I had old-fashioned. It was beautifully made. Did they muddle fruit at the bottom? It wasn't muddled, but they did a nice job with the fruit. Was it sitting on top or was it in it was, the drink? There should be in no the, fruit in the drink, only it, garnish. It was it was a it was cherry. In a drink. Yeah, it was cherry, but it was in there. It was in the bottom of the glass though, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, guess what? Wrong. Fire that person. <laughs> it shouldn't use it the sugar cubes, some water, Angostura bitters, uh, Orange a rind, less the white pith, because that's bitter. Yeah. And then you you grind that or muddle that orange rind to express the essential oils out there. And that little concoction before the bourbon hits it is just spectacular. And then load up with ice and go ahead with your four ounces of bourbon away you go. That's a true old fashioned. See somehow th- they've made it with muddled oranges and cherries and they put uh club soda in it what are you doing you should be a mixologist what are you, you teach, doing you should teach the paypal i should but i'm telling you that's wrong oh well we're way late we gotta get going oh shit my bad uh all the way back in the first hour we talked with matt eads grill seeker grillseeker.com at grillseeker on instagram look for the new book grill seeker uh, then we talked in the second hour with Max Good, AmazingRibs.com. And then we just talked with Oscar Garcia, the new grand champion of San Antonio Rodeo Barbecue Cook-Off. You're looking right at him and hearing him live in studio. Neighbor Desmond, right across the way from me, in the compound. He's the other part of the compound. The other part of the compound. Right. We fenced him in the compound because yeah. we like... The Motleys. Yeah, we're cool people. We're a Motley crew. See what That's I just right. did right there? I, I, I appreciate that. I did that. that. 
if you want to see him, who knows what the next time will be. Maybe he'll get called off next week. You see him. <laughs> uh, big show planned for you next week, September 11th, 2001. I will never forget. And until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Reppy. Good night now.